the EFF has resolved that the year 2023 will be characterized by massive political education campaign and voter registration. The electoral victory of the EFF, as well as integrity and sustainability of democratic projects in South Africa, is dependent on the elimination of voter apathy. As such, the EFF, as a vanguard of the interest of society, will ensure that all people of South Africa who are eligible to vote are registered and will further explore legislative means to implement automatic voter registration for all citizens who are of an eligible age to vote. The tedious process of registering to vote is an added discouragement to voting, which must be eliminated if democracy in South Africa is to retain its legitimacy. In the year 2023, the EFF will celebrate the 10th anniversary of its formation at FNB Stadium in the province of Gauteng. This festival of the poor will mark 10 years of selfless struggle and commitment to the liberation of our people from economic slavery and landlessness. All ground forces are therefore encouraged to begin spreading the message of the Festival of the Landless now and mobilize society to celebrate the existence of the EFF in the face of imperialist intimidation and media propaganda. The EFF welcomes the report of the independent panel which has been established in terms of Section 89 of the Constitution of South Africa to explore whether there is prima facie evidence to proceed with the impeachment process on Sir Ramaphosa for the crimes he committed on Palapala Farm. Sir Ramaphosa has been found to have done the following violations. A serious violation of Section 96, subsection 2A of the Constitution. A serious violation of Section 34, subsection 1 of the Prevention and Combating of Corruption Activities Act. A serious misconduct in that President violated Section 96, subsection 2B by acting in a way that is inconsistent with his office. A serious misconduct in that the President violated Section 96, 2, subsection B of the Constitution by exposing himself to a situation involving a conflict between his official responsibilities and his private business. The EFF commands the independent panel led by Chief Justice Sandy Lenovo for producing a comprehensive and concise report with a relatively understandable period of time. It shows that esteemed judges and legal practitioners involved understood the gravity of the task before them and respected the people of South Africa enough to produce a report of quality in a timely manner. In light of the speed and quality work of the independent panel, the EFF condemns the law enforcement agencies and financial regulators, namely the Office of Acting Public Protector, the South African Revenue Services, the South African Reserve Bank, the National Prosecuting Authority, who have not released any findings or reports on the crimes committed at Palapala Farm. It is disgraceful that these entities are, marking, are making no progress on the Palapala matter and reveals how deeply Ramaphosa has compromised the institutions of this country. The EFF rejects with contempt the coordinated campaign by the media which is attempting to discredit the outcomes of the independent panel and cast aspersion on the integrity of members of the panel itself. It is of a particular concern that a legal professional who is a woman is being doubted and discredited by captured media fraternity simply because she has represented individuals in the past in accordance to the guidance, to the guides and principles of the legal profession. Society must reject the campaign by the Hippocratical civil society 
media and the so-called religious society who want to create an impression that the removal of the corrupt president of South Africa represents the collapse of the country. The Republic of South Africa is founded on constitutionalism and the rule of law and not on the continued presidency of Sir Ramaphosa and the constitution and the rule of law must not be doubted and disrespected simply because a favorite of the establishment has now been found to have broken the law. Sir Ramaphosa has violated his oath of office and the constitution of South Africa and he must be removed as a matter of agency. We note the reports that Sir Ramaphosa intends to take the report of the independent panel on judicial review and as the EFF we view this move as a disparate and a further disrespect of South African people and the Constitution. It reveals that Ramaphosa is arrogant in his criminality because he's the one who, was, who has considered to breaching the laws of, the, of this country. Such an engaging in paid work while, while a president and failing to report the theft of his laundered money to the relevant law enforcement agencies. The EFF reiterates the view of the independent panel which illustrate that the evidence of Cyril Ramaphosa regarding Palapala farm must be approached with caution. And this is logical because he has a propensity of lying and misleading investigative agencies. The EFF will thoroughly expose Ramaphosa on the 6th of December 2022 as a money launderer who is part and parcel of a criminal underworld which erodes the economy of this country and violates the laws in order to enrich himself. The EFF, along with the majority of opposition parties, calls for the following ahead of the parliamentary sitting of Parliament on the 6th of December. Parliament must be physically convened to vote for the impeachment process to commence when we convene on the 6th of December 2022, and the reason for physical convening Parliament is to avoid a situation in which represented political parties lock up members of parliament in private venues that are not protected and secure for parliament and all its members. Political parties and all members of parliament must vote for the impeachment process to commence because not doing so is not sensible and will not pass the rationality test. Voting against Section 89 independent panel's recommendation will be a violation of parliament's constitutional obligation to hold the executive accountable and previous rulings of the Constitutional Court have condemned Parliament's lack of oversight and vigilance, of the over, vigilance over the executive. The EFF, along with the opposition parties, has resolved that in addition to the Section 89 impeachment process, will request the Democratic Alliance, the official leader of the opposition, to table a motion of no confidence against Mr. Ramaphosa on the basis of the prima facie evidence that he committed serious violations of the Constitution and the laws of the Republic. If the Democratic Alliance, which is the second largest political party in Parliament, is unable to table a motion of no confidence, the Economic Freedom Fighters, which is the third largest political party in Parliament, will table the motion of no confidence against Mr. Sir Ramaphosa before the sitting of the National Assembly on the 6th of December 2022. The EFF will explore legal avenues to compel the Office of Acting Public Protector, the South African Reserve Bank, the National Prosecuting Authority to release their respective reports and findings regarding the crimes committed at and in relation to Palapala Farm. The above process is the only way in which appropriate accountability will be achieved and sanctity of the constitution of this country will be preserved. The EFF is concerned by the high levels of, of crime 
confronting the South African society, as well as the rise of assassinations which have become a norm even outside the political terrain. It is alarming that there have been over 7,000 murders in South Africa between July and September 2022, a statistic that reveals that the country is in a state of war. As such, there needs to be a purposeful change in the leadership of the South African police services if the scourge of crime is to be dealt with decisively. The EFF is further concerned by the continued plaque of gender-based violence which is becoming worse on daily basis. The women of South Africa are being victimized and live in constant fear of rape, abuse and murder even in their own homes. The EFF maintains that there needs to be specialized courts for GBV cases and a review of how police stations and police handle matters of gender-based violence. Too often, our police stations turn away victims of GBV and attempt to mediate abusive situations at the expense of victims. Law enforcement must be sensitive to issues of abuse and never be complicit in allowing perpetrators to get away with their crimes. The EFF has noted the high level of unemployment in South Africa, which are made worse by an economy which is crippling the ability of our people to afford basic means of survival. The people of South Africa live and work to survive and, and their in, on their income only goes towards their transportation to go to work. The EFF maintains that this government has no verifiable plan to create jobs and the misery of African people will continue because this government has a naive dependency on the private sector to create jobs, while the only objective of the private sector is to accumulate profit. The conditions of state-owned enterprises which are being auctioned off by the current government is worrying. South Africa has become a country of darkness as electricity has become a luxury of those who can afford generators while ordinary people have no reliable access to electricity. DINEL, SAA, PRASA, ESCOM, Transnet, the South African Post Office are all in a state of financial and operational collapse because those who are leading this country have no desire for this country's sovereignty and independence. The removal of the ANC from government has become agent because the route it has taken to destroy SOEs means the future generation will have nothing to inherit but debt and slavery to a greedy private sector. Furthermore, the EFF maintains that if there is to be any progress made to build the South African economy, there must be a meaningful transformation of the financial and the banking sector. As things stand, the banks of South Africa are part and parcel of the massive tax evasion, money laundering, illicit financial flows that characterize the South African economy and erode our currency. The financial sector has become another avenue to fight political battles and those opposed to the establishment are punished by having their bank accounts closed due to their political views. There is an urgent need to transform this sector and at the center of this is the nationalization of the South African Reserve Bank. The Reserve Bank sits at the center of the economic misery confronting our people and must have its mandate and powers changed to ensure that it guides progressive change in financial laws and policies. The EFF reiterates that we reject the sellout and anti-revolutionary decision to release the killer of Krishani Jaluzwaluz. Jaluzwaluz took South Africa to the brink of a civil war on the eve of democracy and has left a, a gaping wound 
on the progress of our society by killing a man who was dedicated to the liberation of African people. The pain Walus caused to South Africa and its people has stalled progress post-democracy and possibly held back the gains of the revolution for generations. It is for this reason that this his release must be opposed by all people who appreciate the sacrifice made for our freedom. The EFF will explore means possible to ensure that Walus rots in jail because the confidence and audacity of, of white supremacy will be entrenched if they know that they can kill the leaders of, of a liberation struggle without severe consequences. The release of Walus is indicative of a need to further transform the judiciary and make it responsive to historical challenges confronting African people. Our judiciary is in a state of compromise because the Ramaphosa regime has turned it into instrument of defend their corruption by capturing judges. The political capture of the judiciary through judges must be fought to ensure that our laws are applied in the interest of fairness and justice and not to protect corruption, racism, and benefactors of colonial conquest. The EFF sends its well wishes to all matriculants who have recently concluded their examination, especially under difficult conditions of rolling electricity blackouts and unreliable basic education sector. We encourage all matriculants to pursue qualifications in the tertiary sector, namely in universities and technical and vocational and education and training TVET colleges. This is because South Africa is in need of an educated and skilled youth to ensure that the country is industrialized and is able to pioneer knowledge production in the continent. From the 3rd of January 2023, the EFF Student Command will be stationed in all campuses across South Africa embarking on Sizofunda Genkani campaign. No student will be excluded from accessing higher education, housing, and their qualifications due to money or debt, and any student or learner who wants to study must look for the red T-shirt of the EFF for assistance. The EFF encourages all voters in the Tsobotla local municipality in the northwest and Mukonto municipality in Pumalanga to come out in their numbers to vote for the EFF. All 20 wards in Ditsobotla will be going to buy elections along with five wards in Mukonto on the 14th of December 2022. Our people must utilize this opportunity to vote for change. In the same way, the people of Ward 11 in Nkomas in Pumalanga, Ward 3 in Pokwani in the Northern Cape, Ward 5 in Mahikeng in the Northwest, and Ward 29 in Western Gauteng did when they voted decisively for the EFF. The gains made by the EFF in the year 2022 are commendable, and we salute all ground forces for their sacrifice in the war for economic freedom. We encourage all the people of South Africa to be safe on, on our roads and have festive season characterized by sharing with those who are unfortunate. I thank you.